Should have written a longer theme song. <laughs> I want to say thank you to Eric. That was certainly a introduction. Yeah, technically. And we're here today with Joe Bozick. Hi, hey, Joe Bozick. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Yay. Uh, Joe, you are a uh, improviser and mm. a sketch writer mm. and a improv instructor a mm. sketch instructor mm. uh you are also really good at humming uh you are, yes you're very good at humming you're an amateur dancer mm. uh <laughs> you uh, but you are also a poet yes <laughs> finally something he can be proud of yes uh, yeah, yeah. I, I write a lot, so and then I published a book for some reason. Yeah, you published a book, and it's called Tin Robot. It's right here for anybody who hasn't seen it. Uh, Joe does have uh, several copies uh, that he will make for sale, uh, and it can be signed by the author, Joe Bozick, who's here tonight. Hey. Um, and as always, I am joined by... Philip Simondet, unpublished. But he does have a master's <laughs> in creative writing. Yeah. Which d- counts for as much as... Yeah, why aren't you published? <laughs> and, of course, your host <laughs> is Matthew McLeod, who actually has gotten a couple things published, but don't worry about that. Uh, okay, so, uh, hi, Joe. Uh, hi. Just short stories. It was like a okay. long time. Yeah, in like, like shitty. Letters. Hey, I have short stories published. Oh, well, then you, you've been published. Okay, no, it doesn't count. Not next to Joe Bozek. It doesn't count. Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. So, Joe, uh, how long have you been writing poetry? Uh, I did a lot of writing in college. Uh-huh. What? Yep. Um, and then I stopped for a long time. Right. Uh, and then, uh, oh boy, a couple of years ago, I think it was, maybe three years ago, I sort of got it into my head that, hey, if I'm going to call myself a writer, I should... Mm-hmm commit to writing every single day. Uh, so then that's when I sort of picked up the writing every single day. Sure. I guess so it was like three years ago. So okay. yeah. Um, makes about sense. Yeah. Because I, I, I said I'm going to do that. And then like four months went by. And then mm-hmm. I started doing that. <laughs> right. That's how it works, right? Yes, I think, I think so. Yeah. Well, it, it, they say it, it, it takes, uh, what, three weeks for something to become a habit. That's right, yeah. And and did it take a while for you to actually have it become it, habitual? It did. Uh, it, you know, the biggest thing about it is I had to figure out what I wanted to set aside in yeah. order to start writing. Sure. Um, and it turned out sleep. 
because uh, <laughs> I would wait till everyone else in the house went to sleep, and then that's when I would stay up a little bit and start writing. Um, and then I found that I was up to like one, two o'clock in the morning. Sure. Uh, so, so that's rough. Uh, and then I switched. Uh, I started to get some sleep back by quitting video games. Ah. Uh, and that makes me really sad still. Yeah. Uh, as does the, I don't know, 30 Xbox games that are just sitting next to my television. Mm-hmm. Weeping. Mm. But my humming is taken off. So yeah. yeah. Happy Absolutely. about that. That's good. How, how old are your girls? Uh, one is just about to turn seven. Okay. She'll let you know that every minute. Right. Uh, the other one just turned four. That's awesome. And Congratulations. And will turn seven soon. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that there was a, like a, a, a stage in your life where you felt like you needed to have like a creative outlet and, and that's where the writing came in? Or do you think that it was just something that you decided you needed to revisit or what? Right. It was very much a, in, whenever I teach a sketch writing class. Sure. Uh, oh, okay. Sure. Right. Yeah. Every, every time I start off the class, it's, you know, I, I start off with, well, if you want to be a writer, you've got to write, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you've got to commit to getting something down on paper. You've yeah. got to commit to at least working it every single day mm-hmm. um and then i would go home and play batman right <laughs> uh so that was it it was finally living up to the advice that i would give other students sure. of well if you want to do it you got to do it so yeah I, I found it interesting that when i heard you were going to be uh publishing a book mm-hmm. that it was poetry uh yeah i mean because i i have taken your sketch writing class and mm. it's amazing oh, and thank i you. and i know other people have taken it did you take I did. You did. Yeah. But he's not saying amazing, so that's yeah. fine. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, my endorsement is like an Eric McEwen introduction. <laughs> I, I took the class. The class exists, you guys. I can confirm that. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Right. So I, I guess I expected if you were going to be releasing something, it'd be. Uh, a, sketches that never were able to get put up or something like oh, that. Oh, man, so. but those are so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know for a fact that a, a particular jazz, uh, a disc jockey oh, sketch yeah. that sounded amazing. Uh, but anyway, uh, so when when you decided to do poetry, um, what has, why poetry? I never even considered putting a, a, a book of sketches out. Sure. That never occurred to me. Okay. So I got to go. no maybe i will i think that could be fun um to see how terrible sketch can be because it can be really bad um (laughs) sometimes (laughs) Uh, but i think better if people aren't forced to pay and watch it you know yeah if you're a willing participant exactly exactly um uh, no, I, I think the biggest thing is uh, I, I'd, I think by the time I decided to finally uh, publish a book, get it all together, I mm-hmm. had uh, a couple hundred poems mm-hmm. that I had written and like eight of them I felt pretty good about. Um, sure. <laughs> and so that seemed about right. Uh, so there's eight good poems and then, I don't know, 50 eh, um, <laughs> in the book. But yeah, maybe I'll have to go through the archives and see if there's any sketches that are just sort of sitting there. Uh, that could be fun to read. Sure. Yeah. That's a great idea. 10%? Is that what you're going to ask? Like 10% of the profits? For of, what's If that? I put this sketchbook out? Oh, uh, my lawyer can talk to your lawyer okay, later. It's that fine. works. You've been uh, writing poetry mm-hmm. for about three years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you've been writing sketch for about how long? Uh, let's say I did my first sketch show in 2000. 
two. Okay. Two thousand three. Sorry, two thousand three. Okay, so for about, yeah, about a dozen years. Yeah. Okay. So you owe us like four sketchbooks. Is that? Is oh man. That's the math. That's how the math. Works. That's how the yeah. math breaks down. Well, I think some of the sketches might be under uh, ownership of the Brave New Workshop. Mm. So mm. their lawyers will talk to my lawyers to talk to your lawyers. Oh, humming. Mm. That's good. Oh, it's nice. Yeah. Competition. <laughs> Do you think that, because uh, I, I know that um, from taking your class and from talking to you about sketch, that uh, sketch is small part creativity, but then a lot editing. Oh, yeah. Editing, editing, mm-hmm. editing. Do you find that that's the same case when, when you're writing poetry? Uh, a, a li- when I was getting stuff ready for the book, yes. Okay. Um, it, pretty much when I'm, it, what ends up happening when I'm writing is I'll, I'll lay in bed at night and write pen to paper. Sure. Because uh, it's fun. It's fun to write that way because you can hear the trees dying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then when I type it up the next day, uh, burning electricity, uh, that's when my first round of edits usually comes mm-hmm. through. Uh, and then when I was getting stuff together for the book, uh, <laughs> I printed everything out. I printed <laughs> everything out, made some edits uh, on paper, and then, um, yeah, so everything that went in here probably went through three or four edits. Uh, sketches tend to go through, uh, if I have a deadline, one. Uh, if I don't have a mm-hmm. deadline, several more edits. Sure. Yeah. And just as much guilt about the environmental impact? No, I don't feel guilt about it. Oh, I see. Okay. I like those screams. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Okay. Makes me that feel works. alive. Like I'm doing something, you know? Yeah. One man, so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pick topics? Uh, it is usually uh, something uh, that happened during the day. Sure. Uh, something I saw or something that, you know. Like observational? Y- yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that sort of... Uh, uh, kicks off the inspiration sure um or you know there's usually a stack of books next to my bed that i'll flip right. one open read through and see oh maybe i'll try and write like this guy mm-hmm. can't but you know the sure. try is pretty good from what i understand that's how a lot of people grow as writers yeah, is by yeah. you know imitating and, and failing and then you mm-hmm. learn more about your own voice that's totally right uh in fact one of the the new sketch uh, classes that i'm teaching at the brave new workshop student union mm-hmm. is all about uh, uh taking a look at different sketch comedians that you like, sketch groups that you like, and trying to write a little bit in their style just to see, Hmm. okay, what is it about this that you like so much, um, and is that now part of your voice, you know? Cool. Um, Like adding to a bag of tricks sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's very cool. It's very fun. It's it's neat to see what what people sort of look at when they're Mm -hmm. writing sketches um, and where they're drawing their inspiration from as far as like, oh, I really like the state, so I'm going to try and write a sketch like the state. Yeah, wow, Um, good luck. Right, Uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's cool. Uh, So I've I've read this. Have people here read the book? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Thank you, two people. Uh, uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you have favorites of your own poetry? Uh, yeah, probably. Probably the eight good ones. Right? Yeah, yeah. the eight good ones are the, they're the best. Would you, uh, I, I know that we're going to have a couple read in a little bit. Do you want to uh, read one now and maybe talk a little bit about how you Ooh. came up with it? Yeah, yeah, I can totally do that. Um, all right, I'm going to do a history of potholes. Uh, yeah, that, cool. that, I think that works. Um, cool, here we go. Do you want to oh. put on, wait, do you want to put on your poet hat? <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Um, here's the thing, right? I've done like a couple of readings in public, and I've yet to figure out what to do at the end of a poem, so I'm going to try a couple of things out, okay. all right? Yes. <laughs> what page is it? Uh, let's see. This is page 48. Read along. 
create an echo. <laughs> Uh, a history of potholes. The rainwater seeped into cracks in the streets, and with the cold wind blowing, froze and expanded. The weather warmed. The water washed away bits of rock in the road, left behind a history of cement on bricks, on gravel, on dirt. A void through which we could see 100 years of travel while simultaneously rendering our own vehicles stationary. And that's the end of the poem! Wait, where did the poem end and the ending begin? Right? It's magic. Yeah. Um, so that was, that's really an ode to uh, Hennepin <laughs> Avenue here yeah. that we're on. Uh, it was a couple of years ago when, um, yeah, it was like early spring and the road was, it was completely torn up because mm-hmm. uh, it was all just potholes and potholes. And every time I came to work here on Hennepin Avenue, I, I feared for my life that my car would just, I'd hit a pothole, it'd be done, uh, and I would no longer have a car. <laughs> so that's where that came from. Thank you, nature. And so when you're writing that, uh, do you do you think to yourself, like, this is a great opportunity for alliteration oh that's more i just love alliteration okay yeah i love alliteration sorry i love alliteration yeah <laughs> thank uh yeah there you know there there's certain stuff that'll always sort of i i think pop up in my work sure. uh, alliteration is definitely one of a, a, a near rhymes mm-hmm. uh tends to pop up a lot um yes and then yeah usually uh, drawing in nature and mm-hmm. you know our slow march towards death yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. There, there is a, a lot of nature, and there's a lot of subtle irony. In yeah, there too. yeah. Uh, I mean, th- there's a lot of humor in here, even though most of the work is um, pretty serious. It's contemplative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know, I think the big thing there is I never take myself too seriously, so I think that kind of comes through naturally. So uh, it's it seems like you have uh, just, and, and it makes sense, a humorist's outlook on you know, the world, but you're, but the work itself is, is relatively serious. Yes. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so was there a overarching like theme or was there any sort of connection going on here? Uh, that, you know, when I was putting it together, I ended up sort of breaking the book into three different pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the first, oh boy, let's say the first third, cause that works <laughs> out best. Um, I'm going to take a look the first, <laughs> I actually four, let's say quarters, let's say fourths, uh, let's mm-hmm. say four thirds. The first third um, <laughs> is uh, a sort of, nope, that's not right. Yes. Yeah, the first part of it, let's say the first part is sort of all, you know, observation stuff around neighborhood environmental. Then it sort of segues into uh, uh, travel stuff uh, seen on the road. Mm-hmm. With Jack Kerouac, I got to give him a nickel. Um, and then the last part is odes, uh, poems written for someone uh, or for a building like 2605 Hennepin. Right. Yeah. Um, wait a second. Wait, that's where we are, right? Yes. Yeah, weird. That sounds like three parts. You probably could have just stuck with, <laughs> with that third. 
Probably could have just stuck with thirds. Thank you, Philip. Yep. Uh, Thank you. Uh, quick, quick sidebar, uh, Philip. Yeah, Matt. Um, uh, do you want to treat this guest as hostile? Oh, do you think he's being hostile? No, no, I think. Or do you, are you just giving me permission? I'm giving you permission to treat oh, the, sure. guest, the guest as hostile. Oh, yeah, I will, I will always take that. Okay, cool. Thanks. Uh, sidebar over. I was uh, just admiring my hat. Answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Philip and I were just talking about where we're going to get food later. So we go. Oh, sweet. Cool. Yep. I hear Qdoba is great. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have uh, plans for um, doing more of this? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think so. Um, are, are you still writing regularly? Uh, yeah. I took a couple of months off because <laughs> I forgot. Uh, but I'm back on it now. I'm writing a new Batman game came out. My, yeah, new Batman game. So yeah. I haven't played it. I bought it and I'm just looking at it every night. <laughs> tenderly gazing at it before you go to bed. So much humming. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the question? Yes, I'm, oh. back. I'm writing again. He's not uh, even listening. <laughs> Jesus. Where do we get these guests? So hostile. Um, yeah, I, I'm back. I'm writing again, so that's the important thing. I crossed the 500 mark uh, wow. earlier this summer. I think that's I rewarded myself with two months off um, and a, a feeling of guilt. Um, so I'm writing again, and I think now that I'm at 500, I'm over 500, I'm going to sure. start uh, uh, compiling the next book. So, like, maybe eight more good ones and 50 other bad ones. Sure. Mm -hmm. We'll call it Tin Robot 2. The Return of Tin Robot. Yeah, why Tin Robot, by the way? Oh, I don't, you know why? Because the first poem is called Tin Robot. And that's it? That's it. Uh, so, so you arbitrarily chose the first poem, and then you named the book after the that's, that's, arbitrarily chosen you first got poem? It, you got it. Okay. No, uh, I have a, I love, you know, the old Tin Robots. Yeah. Um, the wind-up Tin Robots. Yeah. I, I love them. So the next book will probably be called Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going with things that I love. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, speaking of things that nobody loves, uh, now's the time of the <laughs> podcast where we throw the microphone over to Philip Simidet for a brand new segment that we call Philip's Corner. It's Philip's Corner. Philip's Corner. This is a brand new segment. Uh, we're going to give it a try because it's a live episode. We thought we should add something. So what this segment is, is I'm going to stare into Joe's eyes, mm. right? Yeah. Mm. Right into his mm. soul. I'm going to extract a question. Joe, can you wear the hat for this? Yeah, oh, of please. course. Uh, then he, it's going to be a bad <laughs> question. <laughs> it's going to be a terrible question, but he's right. going to answer so brilliantly. Mm. It's going to make it seem retroactively like a good question. Joe. If you were to have a bowling team, <laughs> who would you put on your bowling team? Oh, and man. what would the team name be called? Oh, all right. Uh, uh, so bowling team is what, four? Is it? <coughs> uh, yeah, it's a four-person totally league. Makes sense. Are you, are, what kind of people are you looking for? Are you looking for like... It depends. You could have a fun team. You could have a serious team. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a charity team. <laughs> Wait, so it's not it's not if we win or lose it's how much money we raised right <laughs> exactly. and how many kids we bought harmonicas for um do you know a harmonica charity side question what? yeah 
<laughs> Not yet, but I will when I form this bowling team. Yes. Yes. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, John Popper, then, obviously. <laughs> yes. Yep. He's a good bowler, but, I mean, he's the face of harmonicas for kids. Harkidmica? Harkidmica. Harkidmica. Is that the name of the charity That's or the, the name bowling of the charity. team? Yep. Uh, no, we haven't gotten to the name okay, of the bowling yeah. team yet. Um, uh, it'll get there, and everyone will be uncomfortable about it. Um, <laughs> let's see. So John Popper, me, I'm going to be on yeah. that, right? You have to um, be cause, But uh, my, I would need the gutter rails. <laughs> um, so me, John Popper. It's fine. It's for charity. Yeah, so. I know, right? Um, I'd want... Joan of Arc. <laughs> and I think... For her bowling or for her Monica love? <laughs> she was a great bowler. Sure. Um, <laughs> and let's see. The fourth one, I mean, the fourth one is the most important, right? Definitely. The fourth one... That's clutch. That's, that's clutch. Um, so probably someone with the name Strike. <laughs> So anyone who got through junior high with a nickname Strike, that would be that would be my fourth. How do you yep. get the nickname Strike? I guess if you're a good bowler. Right, right. So I'd put up a, I'd put a, I'd pitcher. staple some paper to a telephone pole that says if your name is Strike, call me, um, and that's how I'd find my fourth. Yeah. Um, and the name of the team. I can't blow in these holes. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. All right. So that's done. Uh, that Joe, I thought of another question while you were doing did. it. You did? Yeah. Did you have a nickname in high school? I never had a nickname. In, I never had it. There was, there was a week. There was a week in high school where all the stoners, all the potheads, suddenly befriended me, I think because I let my hair grow too long. <laughs> so I got a haircut and showed them hippies. Um, they befriended me, but I don't, think, I don't think it was long enough time for them to come up with a cool stoner pothead nickname for me. Um, no, so there are some people, some people, that call me Bo Josic. <laughs> <laughs> but that was out of high, that was past high school. That was... And how do you feel about this? I feel terrible about it. It's, it's not my name. Isn't that your cousin's name? That's my cousin's name. Yeah. All right. Final question. Oh, three of them. We might cut this down. If this segment is, uh, is accepted as part of canon, maybe we'll trim it down. Sure. Right now it's going on it's way going too on. long. We've got an hour to fill. Uh, final question. All right. Joe. Uh, make a haiku <laughs> about Matt McLeod. About oh. Okay. That Matthew McLeod, is he wearing... Nice shorts, hmm? <laughs> I want to hug him. Yeah. Now. Yes! <laughs> and that has been Phillip's Corner. Yay! Hey. I am wearing shorts. Good. And that haiku worked. And, 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 and they're actually uh, uh, custom made. Custom made custom shorts. Custom made shorts. Wait, why? Wh Do you have weird legs? <laughs> No, they're just—they just are. What's custom about him? Um, they're—I—I—I uh, I, I don't know. They're a gift. 
Okay. Who knows your your crotch? Is, were they from the wife? Uh, am I, am, are you this, Phillips cornering me? Yes, I'm, uh, I'm okay. very curious because somebody know knows yeah. this region of your body so yeah. well that they can custom make pants. The, there's a uh, there's a, a shop in uh, uptown area, or actually, you know, it's like 15th from France area called uh, Corset, and I've had a couple of shirts and uh, pants made there, so they have my size. Okay. Already on file. And uh, and so th- these were a gift, and they just went there and said, "Hey, I want to have a pair of shorts made for him in this design." And so they picked out the fabric, and they had the shorts made. Is there a secret message on the inside? And, uh, not as far as I know, but there could be. There could be. Yeah, maybe it's a haiku. <laughs> maybe it is. All right, uh, you ready to do some improv? Sure. Yeah. All right. Sweet. All right. Um, um, oh, I'm, uh, is that too tight? Yeah, it's, oh boy. I'll just loosen it oh up. Oh boy, I, I'm sorry, I just had a burrito. Oh. Well, you oh. want to be able to eat burritos in these. Wait, 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 I'm sorry, I was experiencing gas in the middle of that sentence. Would you mind repeating uh, well, you want to be able to eat burritos in these pants That's eventually. Right. I, yeah. So let it all hang out. Okay. Okay. Oh. Don't you're uh, you're sucking in, sir. But you're sucking in. Right, let okay. it out. Okay. I'm Relax. gonna do it. I'm gonna do Relax it. Relax your ab. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's fine. It happens all the time. Oh. It's part of. It's a hazard of the job. Don't worry about that. That's a body. You part. did just have a burrito. I should that's, have expected that. There's a body part sitting on the floor. One of my body parts that's supposed to be inside of me is sitting on the floor right oh. now. Can that you put is that uncommon. Can you put that in a bag? Can you put that in a satchel? I could, well, I can put it in the pocket of these pants. I don't have... Oh. I only have pockets. Okay. What part is this? I'm not an anatomist. I, I, had, I had a surgeon go in when I was young and, and write the names of all my organs <laughs> on my organs. Who should just say... It should just say. It says gallbladder. Huh. Does that come out a lot? No, that's the first time I've seen the gallbladder come out. This happens a lot? Yeah. I'm yeah, just going to put it in your left. I'm sorry, what, to which do you dress? I forgot which side. I'm going to put it in the pocket where your dick isn't. <laughs> left pocket is fine. Left pocket is fine. Wait, does that mean that your dick's on the other side, or is that just what it, you want? That fell off a few weeks ago <laughs> on a bike ride. Why didn't you mention that? I'm going to have to adjust the crotch. Sometimes I store my keys there. Do you want me to put a, front, I had a, a hook, pouch? I had a hook put on, on the front, and that's where I put my keys. I'll make sure to leave room. Thank you. That's why I jingle so much when I walk. They could call you Bo Jingles. They wouldn't, because that's not funny. <laughs> but they could. They could. They, sh- they certainly could. I have a cousin named Bo Jingles. No. Yeah. I'm thinking Bo Jangles. No, Bo Jingles. Bo Jingles. He gets that a lot. He hates it. Yeah, because Bo Jangles. Yuck. Anyway, so they're in there? Yeah. My gallbladder's in there? It's right in your pocket, sir. All right. I'm telling you right now, I feel free. I feel like I belong in these. You know, I feel like I'm ready. It's the magic of a custom pant. May I hug you? Absolutely. 
Can fine, you, it's can fine. You, you had burritos. Can you pick that up? Ovary? Oh! What? Oh! Terrence, please get in here. Yeah? I have had so many complaints against you this month Why? that I'm afraid that I'm going to have to let you go despite the fact that you're family. You can't fire family. I'm I, always part of this. I'm going to have to. It's a to. family business. What, are you going to hire an outsider? I might, I might have to. It's, it's, a, it's a Walmart, but... Just because it's a Walmart doesn't ma- it's mean... It's a family Walmart. It's a family Walmart. <laughs> Perhaps you're not suited for the customer service business. Okay. So one time, one complaint, and yeah. it comes in and you're, you're kicking uh, me this out? This isn't one the complaint. There, there's over two dozen complaints here, many of which are saying that you physically assaulted people. Okay. They were treating me as hostile, and so I treated them th- thusly back. One, one person says right here that you uh, stabbed them in the face with a serving fork. Yeah, they were trying to return a serving fork without, without a receipt. That's not a good reason. But they were dicks about it. Yeah. Gary, look, Uncle Gary, you can't kick me out, all right? I, you took in my best years of my life. I have no other skills. I can't, I can't make it out outside of this family Walmart. Listen, buddy, I've tried to give you a good chance here, but you've just, you just pissed it all away. If my dad were still alive, he wouldn't allow this to happen. <sighs> You're bringing up that guilt again. You were driving. I was. you shouldn't have been driving. No, I shouldn't have been. I can give you one more chance. But if there's any more results, I can't keep, I can't keep going like this. Uh, welcome to Walmart. So you want to return? You want to return this? Yeah, it's a piccolo. <laughs> I bought a piccolo. Okay, don't be hostile, sir. I'm not being hostile. I want it noted that you are piccolo, be treating me as a goes. hostile employee, and I will treat you as this. I just want to. I just want to return this here a piccolo. Okay, I meant to voice. get a fife. Lower your I voice, sir. I wanted to sir. get a fife, and I got a piccolo. Why would you want a fife over a piccolo? It's such a dumb instrument. I'm. Uh, I'm sorry. You said what now? <laughs> Said, said fifes are dumb, all right? I'm sorry, our, our country was built on fifes? This is a piccolo country, okay? Uh, I'm sorry. Get Did out you... of here, Frenchie! Oh, 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 so that's how it's gonna be? That's... That doesn't go there! What, Gary, what? I, I saw... I saw the tape. So you saw that he was treating me hostily? I saw that you just beat the shit out of that guy. He was a fife enthusiast. Can you believe that? And he was treating me with disrespect from the beginning. Oh, man. This is a Walmart. You wouldn't be talking like this if Dad were still alive. You didn't hear me out. This is a Walmart, not some anti-American establishment. Yeah, Dad used to say all kinds of stuff back when he was alive. (laughs) Hey, Eddie! Hey, Eddie, you got a second? You got a second, Ed? I just wanted to say real quick, great job in the bowling. Great job. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen someone get a turkey like that. You know me, Turkey Eddie. Why? Well, I know that they called you that. I just thought it was for different reasons, you know? One time. Wait, you were dressed as a turkey. One time. You, it was It was Easter. A date normally reserved for dressing like a bunny. Outside of the box thinking is how I got where but I am. I guess, I, guess it's, I guess that's how it goes, Eddie. 
Turkey Eddie. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to say, uh, good, you know, good job. And I want you to, uh, I want you to come back next week. I'll be back. You did pretty good yourself. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're great. Little old me. I mean, with the bumpers, yeah. You yeah. Got, you did great. You notice those, huh? Yeah, Bumper Bill. That's what they call me. <laughs> yeah, Bumper Bill, totally. It's not because of that, Yon. You know the story, don't you? Tell me. The first car I bought was a bumper car. <laughs> Sounds like it would have terrible gas mileage. Was it electric? Maybe well, it's good. It was. It was electric. I needed them to install a wire from my house to where I work. And any place I wanted to go to, I needed a wire. Six foot high above the street. <laughs> Those are there for you? Yeah. Yeah. The entire infrastructure of Philadelphia has wire. Why did you just use a trolley system? I don't like people. <laughs> I don't like people when I'm moving at the same speed of them. You like the freedom to go wherever on the I line like you want to go? <laughs> I like to spin the wheel, maybe do a quick 360, and then keep going exactly in the one spot that I can go. <laughs> That's how I live. Hey, James is back with our beers. Oh, hey! Hey, guys! I brought you guys some beers now. Hey. Thanks, look, Jockstrap look, look, James. Look, 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 hey, look, look. you guys are just calling me Jockstrap James because I always wore a jockstrap all over my body. It was a giant <laughs> jock. It was a form-fitting jockstrap. It was a form-fitting jockstrap, but it kept me from getting injured. My mom couldn't afford a helmet. <laughs> Seems like a custom jock strap would be more expensive than a helmet. You'd be surprised. One of those giant cups just fit right in the front. Two eye holes. <laughs> oh, rub it in. Two eye holes. <laughs> Two eye holes. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Sorry, I've always been pretty passive aggressive. Jesus Christ. Hey, guys. What? It might be the alcohol I just drank, but we just had a great bowling time. I thought so. Maybe we shouldn't be fighting about your two-eye-old jockstrap. Right, we did raise a lot of money for a kid harmonicus. There's gonna be so many kids playing hot cross buns. Three blind mice. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. No, you're right. Someday they'll grow up and not have anything to do with those harmonicas anymore. I never thought about that. They won't have anything to do, will they? They're all going to outgrow their harmonicas. They are going to outgrow their harmonicas. Why do we give them kid-sized tiny harmonicas? Why didn't we give them kid fifes? I just put a damper on our bowling. I'm sorry, guys. It's like even with the, the gutter things. Bumpers. That's what they call them. I still bowl to nothing. Uh, be careful when you're backing out of my driveway. There's a big pothole just right, like, directly... Just watch for it, okay? Thanks for coming to the party. Just warning you, everyone, as you leave. Just, I've been calling the city, okay? It's, they keep ignoring me. But, uh, so when you're backing out, just watch out for the pothole. It's a big one. It's a doozy, are, is as this, they say. Are, are you just, you're just trying to get us to stay? You just want us to stay? Are you uh, you're feeling lonely again? I'm just, <laughs> I mean, we'll stay. You, you have it, a, have it a, one of those weekends? I mean, you wouldn't want to back, uh, I mean, you could totally ruin your vehicles backing out. You should probably, uh, you should probably just stay a while. I mean, yeah, I mean, 
Oh, that's, uh, yeah. Sure, buddy. It's your bachelor party. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. It's supposed to be a happy day. I've no, never yeah. seen someone cry. No. That much. <laughs> You're not even sobbing. It's just all the water is coming out of your eyes. It's just, it's just falling out of your eyes and drenching your yeah. shirt. Is that what made the no. pothole? Yeah. Were you crying at the edge of your driveway? Like you were in some sort of 1980s romantic comedy and There's the girl left you and you're not sure if she's going to come back? You're holding a Walkman over your head? Yep. And you just had the headphones plugged in so only you could hear it? <laughs> you know, I'm crying. Oh, oh, no. I've never seen two people cry this much. Just the imagery you put in my head was so poetic. Oh, oh all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. <laughs> I can't cry, guys. That's the saddest of all. Oh, the saddest wow. thing I've ever heard. Oh. You guys, thanks for staying, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. We're your buddies. Yeah. I just want this bachelor party to end. There's not going to be a wedding. What? Yeah. <laughs> Natalie left. So I was crying in the street. That's where the pothole. <gasps> <sighs> it's, I'm sorry for lying. I just really wanted you guys to still come over. When did she leave? This was, this was last week. Oh, I didn't say anything because oh. I didn't want to ruin the bachelor party. <laughs> that's thoughtful. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's really kind of... I mean, that's sort of thoughtful. It just makes me Uh-oh. well up a little. Oh, no. It's just... You're such a good man. <laughs> if you start crying, I'm going to no. try and cry. I'm going to trust you. I can't still can't. That's so sad. That is so sad. Oh, boy. Like, I don't care that my proposed marriage is falling apart. I, why can't you express yourself, man? Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I've never told anyone this before. That's sad. That is so sad. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't. God okay. When I was in sixth grade, I put toothpicks into my eyes to be cool. Yeah, everybody did. Yeah. Yeah. It was the craze. Yeah, it was totally the craze. Tooth pies, they called them. Toothpick eyes was too many syllables. So tooth pies. Yeah. But they weren't tooth pies. Anyway, portmanteaus were super cool. I know, it's so cool in sixth grade. Anyways, I ruined some stuff in, in my eyeballs and my face holes, so oh, I can't cry anymore. That is so sad. That's so sad. Is it? It's yeah, terribly is sad. It? It's sad <laughs> oh, look, a moose came by. <laughs> my noise sounds like a moose call. <laughs> I can't cry. Two moose. <laughs> Sorry, I infested your bachelor party with two moose. It's fine. It's oh, fine. Look at how happy those moose are together. They found each other for life, and they're going to mate and stay together. But they did it all because of your moose cry. I'm not sure how to feel about that. I mean, on one hand, I'm happy for the moose. On the other hand, he's all alone, yeah. and you can't cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll marry you. What? I'll marry you. Can I be both your best man? Yeah. And the ring bear. We could do it now. Why wait? Let's do it. Now? Yes. Well, that moose is wearing a reverence costume. He is. (laughs) Get that moose in here. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) 
I, I think you pronounce married. I do. This is the happiest day of my life. I think we're married to the moose as well. This is so sad happy. I'm having a serious case of writer's block, and I called you guys over to try to help me out. All right. So, what do you got so far? Um, I've got... Shit. That's it. Don't you be hostile. Shit. Don't be hostile. I, no, I literally... Look at the pizza oh, paper. Okay. I just have shit. Okay, shit. Tim, I thought we were doing good friend, bad friend on this one. Sidebar? Yeah. Good friend, bad friend? Yeah, good friend, bad friend. I'm bad friend, you're good friend. Yeah, sidebar. I mean, if you want... Oh, what? Sidebar back on. Sidebar, okay. If you want to do something different, you just got to let me know. Like, send me a text, okay? Send me a Snapchat. Where you write with your finger, hey, I don't want to do good friend, bad friend on this one. Let's do pleasant friend, naughty friend. Do you think that will work better? We could try it. You be naughty. Okay. Sidebar over. Sidebar over. Well, guys, what were you talking about? I was trying to write some more. Oh, what'd you get? I, I just got shit, he sighed. Oh, that's fun. That makes me hard. <laughs> Sidebar, sidebar. Daryl. I feel like you should maybe <laughs> ramp up to that. But that's so naughty. It's naughty to break the rules so fast. It's like a it's like a ten though. Like you gotta Is give it? yourself room. I can go farther. Okay, sidebar over. <laughs> yeah, size cool because it like gives an emotion with it. Thanks. The story isn't coming and I have a due date I next am. week. <laughs> Sidebar. What? Really? I told you. I trust you. This is going to work. If you want to change it, if you want to change it, just send me one of those Instagram movies where you say, hey, I don't want to do pleasant friend, naughty friend anymore. I want to try friend with a hat, friend without a hat. We do that every time. It hasn't been working. I know. I know. But if you want to try it, I'm willing to go back to the old routine. All right. But you be hat guy this time. Oh. <laughs> I'm struggling so much with the dialogue is what I'm saying. Wait a second. There's something different. Mm. Yeah, the dialogue in here is really leaving my head cold. And I'm sorry. I can't read this. The shadow from my hat is blocking the light. <laughs> um, all right. Sidebar. This is worse than the rest of that. <laughs> Look, all right. okay. All right, if you want to try something else... If you would like to try something else. Friend with an accent. Okay. Uh, friend that has a list. Can you please? <laughs> That's how Hemingway got everything done. Okay, you're right. You're right. All right. Guys, but, guys, I got a breakthrough. I've got shit, he sighed. What do you mean, she said? Oh, that's just great. <laughs> that's just great. Thank Thanks, Daryl. You're welcome. <laughs> what do you think, Carl? Your dialogue's really improved, eh? Sidebar. Sidebar. What Sidebar. the fuck is that? Canadian? Yeah. Well, Canadian. You went Canadian. I went, yeah. Should That's I go further? That's not even an accent. That's just adding an extra syllable at the end. I'll try a further country. I didn't understand what you said, Carl. Can you say that again? Your writing is a wee bit bitter. Sidebar. <laughs> Are you a French pirate? Yeah. Are, okay. Yeah, because it's Good. Like in well, the that's, French Sea. That's coming. Th 
They have a, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, it's yeah. It's even further than France. It's on the sea. It's on the sea. <laughs> the Mediterranean? Farther? Sure. Sure. So you think it's pretty good? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Mm. Sidebar. Pretty, pretty, yeah. So Are you just going to change it on sorry? a whim? I was. I wanted to see what else you could do with French pirate. Fine, do whatever pleases you. All right. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I'm going back in time. I'm sending you a, a MySpace message. I don't want to do friend with accent, friend with lisp anymore. We want to do. I want to do friend that does whatever the fuck he wants to do, and me. Your story is shit. Well, that's what I was starting it with. I was starting with, shit, he sighed. What do you mean, she said. So just have him react and honestly and uh, emotionally. And, and, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, oh, he's going to say, I mean that I never wanted to see you again. Thanks, Daryl. No problem. It was a team effort. <laughs> Yeah, I'm growing uh, wheat this year. Like the stuff that makes bread? You can make a lot of things with it. What, what, what else can you, you make? I, it with? You yeah, can make I've had a wheat yeah, yeah, bagel. I've, I've had wheat germ. Yeah, you can make a lot of things with it. That's toast. why I'm going to grow it. It's a good crop. You can make toast. You can you, make wheat toast. Okay, I won't, though. I'm I just going to grow it. I remember a time when I went to a restaurant, and they asked me what kind of toast I would like. Do you have wheat? I after listening to the options, I decided upon wheat. It is exciting to me that in a year or two, I may ask for a piece of wheat toast at a restaurant, and it will be your wheat toast. Gunther. That, good, that's the idea, yeah. So all this will, will be wheat, eventually. I mean, I'm sad to see the llama farm go. Llamas weren't working out. It's going to just be you wheat farming from now on. You planted so many of them, and none of them grew the None of them grew. <laughs> it's fertilizer for the wheat, okay? I'm trying to look on the positive side. It's all going to be wheat. Gunther, what's it like to give up on a dream? <laughs> it's just I a mean, what, 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 that, reality. That, that moment where you actually give up, what's that feel like? Because, I mean, well, I, don't, I, I, I don't know about you, Speedy, but... Yeah. I mean, both... Both of us have always had things work out. Right. I am the same astronaut fireman I hoped to be when I was in first grade. And, and I am both a president and warlock. You guys are so lucky, okay? Things just worked out great for you guys, all right? Well, I mean, we worked at it. I yeah. worked at it, too. Do you know how many fucking llamas I chopped up and buried in that field? A lot. I, I counted from space. Here, wait, let me... <laughs> L let me scry the answer. 48. That's right. Confirmed. Look, it just seems like nothing that I do works out, all right? You guys are just, just flying through life. What if your dream is to fail? Was it? When you were in first grade, is that what you wanted to do? Did you want to be a failure? Because you're succeeding. <laughs> Which that must sting. You're really good at it. I wanted to be a, a llama farmer or a failure, okay? But you're... Don't say I'm both, because I'm not. Cause you're, bo you're both and neither at the same time. Well, he's mostly a failure. <gasps> he is mostly a failure, except in failing. That's right. You're a success in failure. That's a mind fuck. It is. <laughs> you're a paradox. Did you want to be a paradox God, no, when I you were in first grade? I fucking llama farmer. 
You don't learn the word paradox in first grade. Did That's you? More like a third grade dream. Did you go back in time and tell your first grade self that you wanted to be a paradox and a failure? So it's all gonna be wheat, you guys. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Can you make belts out of wheat? Like hemp, but with wheat? Yeah. I don't see why not. Great. <laughs> you, 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 can, you can make some beer out of wheat. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Again, you guys, I'm just gonna grow it, okay? You, then sell it, and then people can turn it whatever they want. I think, I think I speak for both of us when I say we're proud of you. What? We're proud of you. Yeah. Both of us. Yeah, we're proud of you. Gunther, yeah. you've done it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Lived your dream of being, being a failure. I've been proud of you all along. And what? I think I, I yeah. do speak for both of us when yeah. I say that. Yeah. You guys, what I really wanted was to just be respected by my peers. You've always been respected by what? us. Yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, the hats you wear, <laughs> pretty good at that. How much you can eat, mm-hmm, that's great. Yeah. Um, I've always respected the fact that you go to the eye doctor once a year like you're supposed to. Yeah. It's eyes is a serious business, you guys. You know, they keep telling me that when I'm fighting fires in space. Oh. <laughs> you know, you had to rub that in. I was finally feeling good about myself. I was finally believing your lies. He had to rub it in. Hey, we're telling the truth, but you have to respect our lives, too. He does fight fires in space. Yeah. Usually we just open up one of the space doors, because then no oxygen. Yeah, there's no Right. Oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. But you got to wear a mask. <laughs> and you got to make sure the mask isn't on fire. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend you fight any fires in space, Gunther. It's because I put that fiery mask on for Halloween. It was on fire. <laughs> we both said, don't do that, Gunther. I wanted to go as the easy rider. <laughs> go, ghost rider? No, I wanted to go as easy rider, and I once fucking again, failed. Once again, living your dream of being a failure. Yeah. Way to go. And that's our show. Thank you to Joe Bozick. Uh, t- uh, you can check out and see what Joe Bozick is doing by going to... Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. If you want to read poems, clackyj.tumblr.com. Uh, I am going to... I'm part of The Mess, which is on hiatus, but we are going to be doing a show at the Bryant Lake Bowl yes. in October. Saturdays in October. That's right. Uh, it'll be very exciting. Um, and then also, uh, the Twin Cities Horror Fest, I'll be, I'm writing a show that Aaron Shepard is uh, that's right. putting together. So And it's, it's going to be awesome. What's that yes. show called? That is called The Bird of Seven Colors. The Bird of Seven Colors. Thank yes. you again so much, Joe Bozick. Uh, and uh, let's see, uh, Philip. How can people get a hold of us? They can email us nextstepbadpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, like us on facebook dot com slash nextstepbad, and find us and other amazing podcasts at noisepicnic dot com. That's right, noisepicnic dot com. Everybody, uh, and check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, rate and review us. Uh, tell us what you think about us with your words. Uh, Tune in next week when we're going to have a brand new guest on. And until then, as always, keep humming, America. Thank you all so much.
least favorite show. <laughs>